Hello everyone and welcome to Coffee Break. I'm your host Leon L and tonight's discussion, well actually I got a few uh, stories I want to tell. Uh, going through the internet like I normally do, I find these interesting stories. Uh, a lot of stuff about the paranormal, ghosts and uh, whatnot. Um, I found an interesting story. Uh, well, before I get into this story, uh, this is the zombie, basically a zombie apocalypse thing that's going on now. Uh, it's going into uh, animals. The zombie apocalypse uh, things now are going into animals. Um, the story is about this hiker. He uh, stumbled upon this snail, and he believes that this snail, uh, well, actually before they found out about this snail, what actually happened to this snail, he believes that this snail was turned into a zombie. Uh, this, happened, this story happened in, uh, in Taiwan, was where this happened. Uh, I'm just going to read the story to you. It says, a hiker in Taiwan was mystified when he stumbled upon a strange snail that sported pulsating green and orange uh, tentacles. The creepy-looking creature was reportedly spotted by a tourist named Lin Ruan, who was exploring a hillside in the country's, uh, in the country's Chang Changhua County. The man's visit came to a screeching halt when he noticed something flashing on the ground and looked down to see the very weird creature that he initially did not believe was real. Uh, the story goes on to say, to the delight of some and no doubt the horror of others, Ruin managed to film the eerie snail and the footage is rather uh, mesmerizing. As it turns out, the reason for the creature's unsettling appearance may be more on more than the way uh, that it looks. According to wildlife experts, the unfortunate snail had fallen victim to a parasite flatworm that has seized control of its body and turned the creature into a zombie. In this particular instance, the sister snail uh, was able to cause the creature's tentacles to pulse in a matter so that they resembled a caterpillar. The purpose of that scientists say is to attract birds that will prey on the snail and also ingest the parasite which will then be able to reproduce inside its new avian host. Uh, it says the bird will unknowingly deposit a whole new generation of the flatworms out into the world via its droppings and slew of snails will be Ensnared by the premius parasite. Well, it's amazing that uh, an animals uh, can be taken over like that, and somebody spotted this and basically thought it was a zombie. Uh, it's memorizing. If you want to check this video out, it's on YouTube. Uh, it starts a zombie snail with flashing. And it's by Viral Press, is uh, I guess the person that put this uh, video out on YouTube. I have not watched this yet, but I plan on watching this. And just by the pictures, it looks uh, very interesting. It, it basically it don't even really look like a snail, the way the pictures look uh, of the video. 
Uh, found another story. This isn't too much of paranormal uh, per se, but it says dentures lost during surgery found eight days later in patient's throat. That's very interesting. You go to a dentist and have dentures done, and all of a sudden, how in the world? Well, I want to know how in the world did they end up in the patient's throat, anyways? And second of all, if it ended up in the patient's throat, you think they would have choked or something like that? Uh, the story goes a jaw uh, a jaw dropping medical mistake uncovered in England saw an elderly man lose his dentures during a routine surgery, and eight days later, doctors discovered them lodged in his throat. Now you would think if it's lodged in his throat, he would not be able to breathe. Well, unless he's breathing through his nose, but you would think that this man would know that does lodged in his throat. Um, it says the remarkable series of events reportedly began when he, uh, when the unnamed unnamed seventy-two-year-old uh, patient had a lump removed from his abdomen. The procedure seamlessly went fine, and the man was sent home to recover. It goes on to say, however, his health soon took a turn for the worse, and he began experiencing uh, pain in his throat and difficulty swallowing. Well, that should tell you the first thing right there. After six days of sub now why would you wait? Now this doesn't make no sense. You're 72 years old. Why would you wait six days to go to the hospital? That doesn't make no So you're going to deal with this for six days, suffering for six days. Um, it, it goes on to say he returned to the hospital to report the problems and was examined by an emergency room doctors who diagnosed him with a, uh, a, tract, a, a respiratory tract infection and suggested that he discomfort in his throat was simply irritation brought up from a breathing tube that had been used during his surgery. While he was sedated. Okay. Uh, you would think if they're going to uh, just assume. Now just assume that it was a tube. You think that they would check to, just to make sure. You know that it wasn't the tube. You, you know why do you go to emergency rooms for anyways. And it costs a lot of money to go to an emergency room. I mean it's like $50 for an aspirin. I'd go down to here at a, a store and buy a whole thing of aspirin for 98 cents. <laughs> it's like 40 bucks for a pillow or 50 bucks for a pillow. Um, but you would think, though, these doctors, uh, you know, they, you would think, though, they have a college degree. You would think they'd have common sense to check this man's throat out of some kind of x-ray. Um, it goes on to say, when the medication pres prescribed by the doctors failed, uh, to alleviate the pain, and in fact, the man's ordeal got worse. Uh, he went back to the emergency room two days later. At that point, doctors peered into the man's throat using, using an endoscope, which is a flexible tube containing a camera and spotted metallic, uh, a metallic object. Much to their surprise, when they asked the patient what that could have been, he mentioned that his dentures had gone missing during her during his surgery a few day, a few days earlier. Uh, it goes on to say, fortunately, the doctors were able to remove the uh, fake teeth from the man's throat, and he was seamlessly made a full recovery after a few uh, setbacks. Seamlessly, 
related to the medical uh, misuse. As for how this could have possibly happened, the reasoning, the reasoning given in a report on the incident indicated there were no set national guidelines on how dentures should be managed, uh, managed uh, during when you're knocked out, during anesthesia. And the person who put the patient under uh, either forgot to remove them or simply opt to leave them in his mouth, thinking that the strange uh, scenario scenario would not occur. Unbelievable. You think, uh, you know, doctors, hospitals, you think they'd have the common sense. Like I said, they have college education, college degrees. You know, they go to medical school for so many years. Even doctors, you know, they go, you know, dentists, they go to medical, you know, medical schools, all this stuff. You would think that they would have the common sense to check and see if, you know, to remove those dentures before any surgeries even started. Um, got another story. Um, these people were doing ghosts. These ghost hunters got busted for breaking into a dead man's haunted home. And I guess they thought this man or the man had, I guess the man had passed away and they thought this man's house was totally empty and everything else. But here's a story. This happened in England and it says a pair of self-described ghost hunters in England say that they broke into the home of a recently deceased man because they had heard that his house was haunted. The, the bizarre incident reportedly occurred back in January when a resident of the town of, of uh, Acreton passed away and rumors began to circulate throughout the community that his home was the site of strange paranormal activity. Now, first of all, you should go, before you do anything with paranormal, before you even think about uh, going into a, a house that's no longer occupied, you need to check with the residents. You need to check with the state, you know, or not the state, but the city. See if you're allowed to be able to do these things. Check with the police department before you actually do this. Somebody actually owns that house. Somebody actually owns that house. So they should have checked with the people that actually own the house before they did this. Um, having heard these whispers for a few weeks, Jason McCash and no no uh, Naomi Ruth uh, Hayworth decided to investigate the matter for themselves and proceed to break into the now abandoned building. When police arrived shortly thereafter, the duo offered a rather fantastic explanation for their presence. They claimed to be ghost hunting, explained the uh, prosecutor at their sentencing hearing last week after the pair plead guilty to criminal damage. Um, it says the uh, it was uh, echoed by McCash's defense attorney who added a bit more color to the claim. He explained to the court that the, re the region is a veritable hotbed of paranormal activity, including every type from witches, headless specters, to ghosts and Roman soldiers, and everything in between. Additionally, the lawyer said his client had a particular interest uh, in the paranormal, and so the stories of a haunted house in the town captured the imagination of the would-be ghost hunters, who threw legal caution to the wind in pursuit of an encounter with the spirit realm. 
Well, like I said, they should have checked with the police department first before they actually did this. Uh, unfortunately for the duo, the judge presiding over the case was highly skeptical of their supernatural excuse. Your explanation for being found in this house as trespassers is, in my judgment, uh, ludicrous, she declared. And I don't accept it for one minute. But that, as it may be, the pair only received a year's probation for the misadventure and managed to avoid going to jail for the ill-advised ghost hunt. Well, this is a time you need a, a judge who's a ghost hunter who believes in this stuff. Um... Got another story, snake-like UFO seen in New York State. Um, I saw this video on YouTube, and um, it does. If you watch this video on YouTube, it's uh, it says a live gigantic snake. Uh, it was done 0608 of 2019. This thing looks just like a snake. It smooths itself around like a snake. Um, the video is actually, it's on YouTube if you want to check it out. Um, it goes on to say a strange snake-like UFO, which has been spotted in the skies over numerous parts of the United States this summer, was caught on film once again by a witness in New York State. Now, this same video, well, not the same video, but the same snake creature uh, was also being filmed by a uh, jet airliner had caught this one of the um, one of the airline pilots had uh, caught this thing riding right beside their uh, plane, and you know what? Things like this, you surprise. It's really surprising at NASA or something like that, or they, uh, you know, the FAA or whatever it is, doesn't bring this stuff up. Are they trying to keep all this hush hush and not, you know, not uh, scare the uh, scare the uh, the public or you know or something like that? Um, it goes on to say these puzzling objects sparked headlines back in July thanks to a series of sightings in the desert, Colorado, and Washington State. Uh, the UFO flap appeared to be rather brief, but new footage has emerged of what looks to be the same object on the other side of the country. See, now, you know, the same object was on the other side of the country, which that's probably the one that those, uh, those airline pilots on that jet had uh, filmed. The thing was running right beside them. It's, you know, you can't, when you watch things like this, it's hard to understand. You can't explain things like this. And if, if this is done by uh, pranksters that have put this on like this, they did a real good job at doing this. Um, it goes on to say an under, under, an, uh, Identified witness reportedly uh, residing in the village of Clayville, New York, noticed one of the dark tubular objects in the sky around a month ago and managed to uh, capture the oddity on film. He shared the sighting with the British Earth and Aerial Mystery, Mystery Society who posted the footage to YouTube a few days ago. Unfortunately, the organization did not provide much in the way of details. From the incident, aside from a statement from the witness declaring that they saw a gigantic snake UFO which moved like it was alive. Um, considering that this object uh, was apparently seen around the same time as a similar snake-like uh, snake-like uh, things were spotted in the western United States 
a number of UFO uh, enthusiasts have suggested that they are all connected and may possibly be part of some kind of government program. More uh, skeptics-minded individuals, however, say that the mystery craft are merely balloons. That don't look like a balloon to me. What's your take on the word on the weird tubular UFO that keeps popping up in the news? Um, this thing here does not look like no balloon. If that's a balloon, that's one of them skinny balloons. But that looks nothing like uh, a balloon at all. Um, let's see. I got an, another story here somewhere. I got another story. Dentures uh, covered that one. Okay, I got um, okay. Some people are saying exorcism interactions and UFOs and aliens are all the same thing. Um, I don't believe that is, but that's what they say. Let's see what else I got here. Okay, I got some um, terrifying urban legends from Asia. Uh, this is um, this is kind of interesting. It was made. This commercial was made in Japan. It was for a Kleenex commercial in 1985. It said that it's the cursed Kleenex commercial. Now I don't understand how uh, Kleenexes can be cursed. But I'll read you the story here, what it says. It says, in 1985, Japanese television viewers began complaining about a Kleenex tissues commercial they found to be extremely unsettling. The commercial featured a strange and grumpy red demon. Uh, it was a red demon child sitting on a bale of hay while a young woman attempted to cheer it up with a floating tissue. All to, all to the tune of Jane and Barton's 1983 song, It's a Fine Day. Whether the campaign actually moved tissues in Japan is unknown. What is, un what is known is that it did move Japanese viewers to call for the commercial to be taken off the air. Um, it says, according to some, the curse of the Kleenex commercial began with the crew. The cameraman was said to have been burned to death in a bizarre sauna, ma sauna malfunction that sounds like it could have come from a Final Destination film. Some have even said that by the time the commercial aired, the entire crew was already dead. Each one killed in a bizarre yet accidental man. Now they have a now they have a YouTube uh, commercial, a YouTube about this cursed cleanse commercial. I don't think I'm gonna watch this. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna skip that one. Um, I got another one's uh, sesame seed skin cream, and this one was done in South Korea. It said a girl uh, obsessed with a with her beauty. Regiment decided to try a new miracle treatment. The young girl mixed sesame seeds in her bath water and soaked it in. After several hours, she had yet to emerge from her bath. Her mother began to worry. 
Her mother repeatedly knocked on the door and asked her daughter if she was all right, to which the girl uh, replied, just a moment. At the, height, at the height of her worry, the girl's mother burst into the bathroom and found her daughter curled up in a ball in the corner. The sesame seeds had begun to root into her skin. Hundreds of thousands of seeds all had all embedded themselves into her skin. Her mother could only watch as her mad daughter dug out each seed one by one with a toothpick. I don't think I want to try that either. <laughs> I've got another story here. It's the monkey man of New Delhi was first spotted in 2001. This four and a half foot tall creature is, as the name suggests, said to be half man, half monkey, and covered almost entirely in black hair. Others believe uh, him to be an ordinary man wearing a fur coat and metal claws. Since his first sighting, 15 people have reported being scratched, bitten, or bruised by the, um, by the Seminen nuisance. However, to this day, no suspect, man or otherwise, has ever been apprehended. Now, I'm going to uh, bring, it brings me back to this. I just got this in my mind. About the 1968, I believe it was 68, about the Sasquatch, where the uh, three guys, one, I believe one of them dressed, but one of them was supposed to have dressed up in a Sasquatch outfit, and they tried to pass this on as being a Sasquatch they had found. They found the uh, whole thing later on was uh, totally fake. Maybe this is the way this is. Somebody's doing a copy, you know, copy of that. Um, Midnight Bus. Now, this was done in China. Um, the story goes, as the legend goes, a driver, conductor, and four passengers, a young couple, an old woman, and a young man were riding on bus 375 at midnight. During the ride, uh, the bus picked up two men who were holding a third man up by his shoulders. They took a seat at the back of the bus and sat there in silence. Uh, the old woman was immediately uh, disturbed by the three men and kept looking back at them. After a few stops, the young couple got off, leaving the driver, the conductor, the young man, the old woman, and the three uh, new passengers on the bus. The old woman suddenly jumped up and began yelling at the young man, accusing him of wanting to steal her purse. The young man, uh, confused, began arguing back. Their exchange became so heated that the old woman demanded that the bus pull over so that she could take the young man to the police. The driver ob ob obliged and pulled over so the young man and the old woman could uh, depart. Once outside, the old woman apologized and explained that she was certain that two of the three men who had gotten on the bus were ghosts and that they were about to do something horrible to the bus. Sure enough, the next morning the bus was found submerged in a res reservoir. Uh, inside the bus, they found the decomposed bodies of the driver, the conductor, and an unidentified uh, man. Well, there's uh, stories for... Um, well, I actually got one more. Uh, Don, uh, Don Simeon Bernardo's ben tomb. Now, this happened in the Philippines. Before his death in 1934, Don Simeon had a uh, statue carved uh, uh, of Satan triumphing over Archangel Michael. Upon his death, he instructed his children to place a statue in his tomb. 
He also insisted that a tablet be placed next to the statue proclaiming Satan's uh, dominance over man and earth. Those who live near the statue have claimed that it grows in size every year. It is also said to haunt anyone who hangs around the cemetery at night. Years later, an iron cage was placed around the statue in an attempt to protect local residents and visitors. <laughs> well, the stories that uh, I just told you is something to think about. Um, maybe you might want to look them up. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to watch that Curse Kleenex commercial. That just, if it's saying, it, there's a movie, there's a movie that's been brought out. But I can't think what the movie is, but they said if you watch this movie, it's called The Movie of Death. Basically, this movie was made in the early 1970s, and it goes on to um, a young boy, a young girl, and their dog. Their dog died, so they take their dog up to this uh, area and bury this dog, something like Pet Cemetery. but they dig this hole, and I guess this hole that they dug is supposed to be like a pathway to hell, so they throw the dog in, and they want the dog to be brought back to life. Well, I guess people that watch this movie, it's called The Movie of Death. I'm not, not sure what the name of it's called, but it's called The Movie I guess if you look at Google, it's called Movie of Death. It'll pop up. And I guess everybody that's did this movie, that's shown this movie, uh, this one where the movie theater, actually this guy's movie theater caught on fire. People died by watching this movie, they say. Uh, people in the movie theater watched this movie and they died. People that worked on this movie, the production crew, they died. So, it's almost like this Kleenex commercial. I don't think I'm going to watch this Kleenex commercial. It's up to you. If you guys want to watch it, be, all, be my guest to watch it. I'm not watching it. Um, but that movie, if you look at that movie, um, it's very interesting, uh, the stories that that movie had caused uh, a lot of bad things happen when people watch that movie. Um, I believe if you, if you could look up Movies of Death, it'll probably pop up. Google what's Movies of Death. Uh, they brought it out this year. I think it was brought out in June. Um, they were going to have try to have movie some movie theaters show this movie. Um, I was reading an article about this early, I think around February of this year. Uh, about that movie and it was just really terrifying everything that happened if you watch this movie or you play this movie at a theater something bad will happen to you um, that's just a train of thought um, I want to thank everybody for stopping in tonight to the coffee break I'm your host Leon L everybody have a wonderful and safe e safe evening good night <music>